Welcome to Peak Minds. I'm your host, Michael Trainer, and I'm extremely excited to record this week's episode on this Thanksgiving Day. For those of you not living in the United States, which is many of you, Thanksgiving is traditionally a holiday where we give thanks and express gratitude with our families. This year is the first year that I am um, celebrating Thanksgiving without my beloved father who passed uh, in April. It's also the first Thanksgiving I'm celebrating without my family in general as I am currently uh, quarantining as I found out um, earlier this week that I have been exposed to COVID. So this is um, a very interesting episode, but one that I thought would hopefully add some value to you guys, my audience. Um, For those of you who, you know, obviously all of us are aware of what's going on right now with COVID, I am... First of all, grateful that um, I had an extraordinarily mild case and um, am just taking lots of precautions to be you know, sensitive and protective of, of others. And I'm almost through my quarantine, but it's actually been, while I wouldn't wish it on anyone else, in many ways, uh, it's been um, a really profound exercise As my friend Caduce said, it's like a 10-day involuntary Vipassana. (laughs) For those who don't know, Vipassana is a a meditation retreat where you do deep insight meditation uh, for for 10 days in silence. And what I've found is there, there have been a great many insights that have come to me through the course of this time. I I journaled uh, this morning as I like to do, not just what I'm grateful for, which I think is something we can take into every day. I think that's, that's one of the beautiful things about Thanksgiving. Um, but also looking really at what is working in my life and what is not working in my life. And I'd, I'd really love to challenge you guys to think about this. It's, it's often sometimes things that people do when they approach the new year. But as we're approaching kind of the last month of 2020, this, this unprecedented year for, for many of us, I think it's really, really powerful to spend some time and thinking about what you're truly, truly grateful for. You know, I think on a daily basis, one can reflect and be grateful for so many of the simple things we often take for granted, you know, uh, the sunshine, uh, clean air, uh, the ability to walk, um, profound things that may or may not be part of your daily awareness. But in this exercise that I undertook, I looked at this last year and I got super clear on what worked for me and what did not work for me such that I can be truly grateful really for both uh, because I think even what doesn't work for us ultimately is our teacher. But, but really getting clear on 
what I do not want to carry forward into next year. What I don't really want to carry forward, you know, really even into the next month, but some things take a little time to let go of. So in the interest of clarity, I'll give an example. I had a good friend I was talking to on the phone last night, and I have both a car and a camper van. And as many of you know, who followed me on this journey, I took just took a 40-day trip, 5,500 miles through the best of the American West. And one of the things that I'm truly grateful for this year was that time taken in nature. You know, I, I found that when we really look to find center, when we really look to find ourselves to, to clear the noise and, and tap into that internal knowing, that internal intuition, that divine intelligence within ourselves, there's few greater tools than, than going into the wilds. And I realized in going into these old growth forests in the you know, Han National Forest, for example, like rainforest in Olympic National Park, that, you know, the glacial rivers, the glacial waters that were filtered through, you know, ferns that are, you know, from genuses that are 395 million years old, that have been filtered through these ferns and through these beautiful old growth uh, groves, the water just experienced, I experienced the water as something quite different. I, I feel like when I would, I would, I almost the reverence I learned to appreciate for the water was enhanced in those experiences. Because if I literally dipped in those waters, granted they were frigid, granted they were cold, but I would feel vital for a full day afterwards. And those are the things that you, I think, discover and become grateful for really only as a result of doing and being in action. And so what I found in those waters, what I found in those beautiful glacial streams was a way back to center, a way back to myself. And on this sort of Thanksgiving day, when I am, you know, in a moment of total isolation from my family, from my friends, it's Memories of those waters, it's memories of those times spent with my loved ones that really actually gives me a sense of solace. And I think that that comes in juxtaposition to the solitude and the loneliness that is also there and that could be uh, a dark and slippery slope to go down. But what I find is that instead of focusing on what I don't have, which I think is the essence of gratitude, I appreciate what I do have. And part of what all of us have are the amazing memories. And that may or may not be with family. That may be with whomever or whatever it is that you love. But I think going back to those memories and truly training the mind to savor and appreciate that which we are grateful for is one of the greatest both mindset hacks 
and just overall ways of being that we can find ourselves returning to. And I think it's interesting that we, you know, that we only have one day a year where we, where we are conscious about our gratitude. But, you know, I think if we're, if we're really in our practice, if we're really committed to living our best lives, the more that we can step into making Thanksgiving Day a daily expression, the more that we can make giving thanks both to ourselves and to others part of our daily practice. What I've come to realize in this moment of solitude, in this moment of isolation is it's really and truly the best muscle that we can build. And it's also the way in which we build the best quality relationships because as we double down and focus on gratitude and express that gratitude, you know, I had two people reach out to me today um, and say, hey, can I, can I bring you by, you know, some food? I'm happy to like, I had told her I was dealing with COVID. I'm happy to, you know, drop a plate off six feet away. Another friend reached out and said, I'd love to take you if you want to go to the supermarket or whatever. Of course I did not, but just a very, very nice gestures. And what I noticed in those gestures was, you know, it's the people that take that extra step, that giving step, the people that show up when others don't, that become the people that enter into that deep inner sanctum, if you will. And that's another one of the great reflections that I've had during this time of isolation and one that I wanted to share with you on this Thanksgiving day, which is really and truly discerning the difference between the batteries and the black holes in life. And what do I mean by that? The batteries are the people, places, and things, but in this case, principally the people that leave you charged up when you're in their presence. The black holes are those that consume your energy, the ones that take without giving. Now, interestingly enough, there's also a distinction as it relates to people that one person can be a giver or a taker. And I think what's interesting is, obviously takers, we understand what they are, but even givers, if they come from the wrong place of giving, if they're using giving as a manipulation, can still be black holes. And so I love the distinction of batteries and black holes because I think we can really understand how someone makes us feel. You know, my best friend, not too long ago, but during a period of transition in my life when I was actually leaving Global Citizen, he asked me, how do you want to feel every day? And he did so holding his newborn son in his arms. And it hit me powerfully because intellectually, I I knew what I needed to do. I was, quote unquote, successful, but I wasn't feeling the way I wanted to feel on a daily basis. And so I think as we start to think about what we're thankful for, we almost set the thermostat for or take it, set the basically the temperature settings for how we want to feel and really get clear 
on what the batteries are in your life. What, what, what moves the temperature in a good way, in a way that feels good? And then where are the black holes? Where are the things that pull you down, that suck you down, that maybe, you know, bring in, you know, the frigid cold into your life? And not in a good way like the glacial stream, but in a way that, you know, that causes you to deplete your own energy stores. I think really figuring out both the people, the places, and the things that our batteries in our lives is one of the greatest things that we can do during this Thanksgiving season, especially as we move towards the new year. Because if you do what I would call a relational audit, if you do a, a taking stock of the things in your life that are working and the things that are not working, you can get super clear on what you're committed to and what you're definitely not committed to as you approach 2021. As a very clear cogent example and one without any kind of emotional charge, I had a good friend tell me that every time she came to visit me, I had I have two vehicles. One, one of my vehicles was always in the shop. And one of the things I didn't want to admit to myself, because I love my van and I love my car, but I had to get clear on, was that my car situation is not working for me. I'm spending a disproportionate amount of time at mechanics dealing with... Um, I unfortunately got hit, so dealing with insurance, um, I'm you know I would be better off if I got rid of all my cars and took Uber everywhere. I would probably save money and I would definitively save energy. And so while that's not something I like to acknowledge because I love my vehicles, it's a great thing to take an audit from of you know it's 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 a great thing to recognize. Okay, this is probably not serving me in the year forward. Now, that's an example of a thing in my life. It's a little harder to do that with people. But one of the things you'll notice as you go into the holiday season is who are the people that show up and when do they show up? For me, for example, when I used to throw a music festival, I had a lot of friends, a lot of fair weather friends show up when it was time for the festival because they wanted tickets. But the question one has to ask ourselves is, would they show up for me if I needed them, you know, if, God forbid, I was in the hospital or if I needed to move? And so in times of challenge, that's when we really see who the true batteries in our life are. And oftentimes this, we, we know, we deeply know who those people are. And oftentimes, at least in my experience, <clears throat> we don't necessarily energize all of those people. Sometimes some of those people are people we take for granted. Um, and sometimes we'll energize a, a black hole because they are of a certain repute or they are connected to other people that we admire. But I think as we, as we move into and move through a year where we've gotten so clear and so on, on, on the value of people, and what it means to distance from some. I think it's, it's, it's really opportune now to think about who you consciously want to distance yourself from and who you consciously want to double down on. Who do you want to really invest your energy in? And 
you know, there's things in life that that's very, you know, that's very clear where your, where your, your energy is getting sucked. For me, that was in the context of my vehicles. Um, you'll all, you'll have energy in your life that you're, you're clear. You get to transcend in terms of, um, you know, the future and how you approach it. A little bit more tricky is, is thinking about the people. But as we do, it becomes abundantly clear the people that are continuously showing up as a gift in your life. And so my challenge to you guys is, is to take some time to really get clear on the batteries and the black holes and take a, a relational audit on both your relationships to others and in your relationship to yourself, where are you, you know, where are your blind spots, where are you maybe, you know, not um, being totally truthful with yourself. And you can elicit, in this case, other beautiful batteries that are, are friends that you can give permission to give you unadulterated feedback and let them know, you know, you give them permission to give you kind of no holds barred feedback. And take that feedback on because feedback is a gift, even and especially when it's challenging to hear. And I think only when we see our own blind spots and we start to think that through, do we really get clear on what is our potential and what is our possibility. And so on this Thanksgiving day, I'm taking stock of what's working and what's not working in my life. And I'm giving thanks to all of the people. I want to give a special thanks to you, my community, because you have, without question, changed my life. Um, I had a, a woman come up to me um, the other day, and she was from Siberia. And she was like, I know you, but you don't know me. I listened to your podcast. And we wound up having this incredible conversation and had dinner. And it was so beautiful to gestate a relationship from this community. And what I've come to realize is that this podcast, this community is such a battery in my life. And I am going to double down on investing in you guys by really seeking out the best conversations, the best topics, the best people that I can to add value to your life. Because even if we don't yet know each other, your listening, your time, your attention is something I never take for granted. And I'm so, so grateful for you being here. And so on this Thanksgiving day, I hope you found some of these reflections, some of these insights, even amidst my, you know, perhaps not, uh, not fully coherent state, uh, as I, as I moved to the back end of this COVID, um, but I, I wanted to, I really wanted to send a message to you guys because your, your listening and your participation in this community really does mean the world to me. And so I wanted to say thank you. So on this Thanksgiving Day, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for being a part of this community. I am so, so grateful for you. If I can ever be of service or there's you know anything that comes up for you, uh, feel free to reach out. And I hope that you do an audit and I hope that you double down on the batteries in your life. And I hope that you express in whatever form, but I recommend a written, handwritten note that you make a practice of, of, of sending out handwritten notes of gratitude, not just when someone gives you something, but out of nowhere. Because when you, when you leave these little love bombs, you know, in, in the form of notes, 
um, it really it really uh, means a tremendous amount to folks. You know, it was just like those two folks who reached out to me today offering to get me food. You know, those were like little little love notes they sent me. And so, you know, whatever that looks like for you, take some time to send love, to spread love, to be love. And with that, I'm so grateful. Go out there and live your inspired life.